Welcome to the Unstoppable Grit Podcast, where we dive into the mindset shifts and practical tools to help you break through the roadblocks standing between you and achieving your goals. I'm your host, Danielle Kobo, a former Fortune 500 senior sales manager who spent 15 years in the medical device industry and now the best-selling author of the book, Unstoppable Grit. Think of this podcast as your go-to source for career advice and burnout prevention strategies to help you build a career and life you love. Now let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Dream Job with Danielle Kobo. I am Danielle Kobo, and thank you so much for joining us today. Our guest today is Allison Walsh. She is inspiring powerful, and she has accomplished so many things in her life, and we're honored to have her on our show today. So thank you for joining us, Allison. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Danielle. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, we're thrilled to have you as well. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I got to hear just the incredible journey that you've had going from law school to Mm -hmm. launching several businesses. So tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, have just had an interesting story. I didn't quite understand how it was all going to come together when it was going on. I felt like it was kind of piecemealed and had a general idea, but then realized quickly that I needed to really get honest with myself about what I wanted to do. Um, So I did go to law school and about two years into that, I realized that I did not want to practice law. I initially went because I was incredibly passionate around uh, eating disorder advocacy And I had started a foundation when I was 18 years old to help others that were struggling. And uh, during that time, I was so tired of people not getting the coverage that they needed that I thought, okay, well, I can do something about this if I become an attorney. And so started law school realized that was not my thing, not my jam, not what I needed to be doing. And somebody that had booked me to speak and share my story about six years prior came over to me and said, do you know anybody on your board that would be interested? We have this opportunity um, to in business development and marketing for an eating disorder program, as well as a substance use program. Would you be interested? Do you know anybody that would be interested? And I I quickly raised my hand and I was like, I am, get me out of this law school thing. So I finished law school and started working full-time in the behavioral health industry on on that side of things on the treatment side and simultaneously always just really loved um, helping people level up. So I knew that like there was more for me outside of what was happening um, in my day job, so to speak. And so I started coaching company, a coaching company then. And it grew and it was wonderful. And then eventually that evolved as well. And I simultaneously was able to lead a team too in my, in my job. And I, I got to move over to another organization, literally be employee number two, scale a company to a thousand employees um, all at the same time, right? So it's kind of like having the best of all worlds. Um, and it's been just an incredible journey, but really have loved um, being able to pour my heart and soul into whatever I've been able to do. But if I wouldn't have gotten honest with my Myself and made a change quickly, I probably would be sitting in a law firm, not happy with what I was doing at this point. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's where I'm at now. I'm running national business development team for advanced recovery systems. We literally get to change and save lives every single day, but I've also been running Allison Walsh consulting for about a decade and get to work with amazing women who are investing themselves, leveling up on their personal brands, taking bold moves, really creating the lives that they want for themselves and putting themselves out there in a way that they haven't done before. And so it's a really incredible experience to be able to walk alongside uh, women who are ready to take that next step. And so it's it's been a great ride. 
Well, that is an incredible journey, law school to being in the mental health organization and really supporting those with mental health and eating disorders. Mm -hmm. So when was that moment where you said, okay, I'm ready to leave law school because that in itself, and, and that's really relatable to those that are maybe in a position that they are not finding joy in. When did you know deep down inside, we're like, I'm ready to make a move. So it was about, uh, gosh, well, law school is brutal. So it was like day one. No, but uh, I think I got, I was really stubborn in the beginning. It was relatively early on that I knew it wasn't for me, but I'm also a really stubborn human and I didn't want to disappoint anybody. And I was very hard on myself. I couldn't even fathom thinking that I had just made a really expensive mistake. And so I really had to get honest with me, right? That was really more so what it was. When the job opportunity presented itself, um, it was towards the end of, of my law school career. And I said to myself, you know, I want to at least finish this and see this through, but I can't continue to live a life that I'm not going to be satisfied living and having those critical conversations with the people that were around me that I knew I was probably going to disappoint needed to happen sooner rather than later. And I think once I got through those, and honestly, there were a couple of people that were disappointed. My parents, you know, my husband just suffered through law school essentially for a second time because he's an attorney, you know, and he had already done it and uh, warned me before I even started. But, you know, once I got over those conversations and I leaned into where my passion was and what I was good at and what I loved doing, then it was a very different situation. And so, um, but sometimes I think we hold ourselves back because we're so worried about what other people are going to think instead of just doing it. And people spend decades of their lives doing things that they don't want to do because they're worried about what other people think. And you have to take your power back. And when I did that and I had those uncomfortable conversations and I got honest about it and I moved forward, um, it all worked out. And so I just, I encourage anybody listening that, you know, those, those first conversations can be tough, but they're very worth it. Yeah. Those, those conversations can be tough and, and it is about bringing power back to yourself because so often we get so worried about what other people are going to think. And the reality is, it's not uh, other people aren't living our lives. They're not the ones waking up every morning and living the life that we are. And so are we doing our job? Are we, are we living our life for other people or are we living it for ourselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, so important. We got to get honest and, with ourselves. So walk us through. So, you know, those are some difficult conversations to have. And for those, you know, those of us out there that are really thinking about doing something differently and don't know how to have that conversation, Mm -hmm. walk us through what that would be like. So I think part of what intimidates people with having hard conversations is that they build up all of the worst things that are going to happen. Right. And so one of the things that I encourage people to do, whether it's uh, this type of conversation or something else is remove the power from what you've built it up to be. Right. So I write everything down and I notice that when I write down what it is I'm worried about, and I actually think about, okay, worst case scenario, how would I handle this situation? If it would happen this way, if it would all go down in the worst possible way, what would that be like? how would I handle it? Right. The world's going to keep turning. So I just need to get over myself. Right. And move through that. And so that helps me a lot. And I encourage people to do that all of the time, whether it's, you know, having a conversation at work, having a conversation with a loved one, having a conversation, um, you know, that, you know, is going to change the course or the direction of, of what you're doing currently. It's important to 
really role play what that's going to feel like and write it out. Once you've done that and then you feel good about it, I always like to tear that piece of paper up and throw it away. I find that to be very liberating and then I, I make it happen. Um, one thing that I've, I've done recently that I found to be very helpful and I don't know if you've read uh, Mel Robbins five second rule, but it's that five, four, three, two, one go. That helps a lot too, because I think sometimes we're like, okay, it's going to happen today. I'm going to have this conversation. I'm going to rip off the bandaid. And then we can easily talk ourselves out of not doing that. <laughs> and so um, that's been something that I've, I've really put into motion because there's no reason to delay a conversation that needs to happen. It's better to get it done and move forward. Yeah. It, it, only takes us five seconds to talk ourselves out of something. Mm-hmm. And you really think about that's really quickly it is. before our inner critic just starts telling us all the reason why it's not going to work out or those worst case scenarios. And that could be, it could really prevent us from stepping into what we want to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about procrastination mm-hmm. and oftentimes I say perfectionism is procrastination in disguise. Mm-hmm. So what are some times that you've found where you've tried to be that perfectionist and you Mm -hmm. realize it's held you back from doing what you want to do? Oh my gosh. I, this, we could talk for hours, so I'll limit it to just a couple short (laughs) examples, but the one that's really, that stands out the most to me is, um, you know, I I mentioned I've run a couple different coaching companies and there was a time where I was reinventing the brand, right. And I was, um, you know, back on my own again, I had an amazing partnership, right. With one of my really good friends, we ran an awesome company for several years together. It was so much fun, but it was a very niche audience and, and demographic. And so when it was time for me to step back out on my own, I wanted to have a new identity, right? Like I wanted to take the good things, right. But this was a different type of clientele that I wanted to work with. And so things needed to change. And I remember struggling to just put it out there. And it was something that I had worked so hard on, right? And I think this is a part of what really gets in our own way is that, you know, when you're starting something new, it's number one, you got to do the mindset work about just doing it, right? Then you got to pull it all together. You do all the work, you create the website, you do all the content, you make the curriculum, you do all of this, and then it's time to market it. And that's where the mindset stuff just can hit you right away again. And I was so nervous about how it was going to be perceived. And I was so worried that it wasn't good enough. And I sat on it for a long time. And that was a perfectionism at its peak, right? Because I could have been helping people for a long period of time that I didn't because I sat on it. And I think once I shifted my mindset to listen, like it's going to be far worse if I don't put it out there because I'm not going to be able to serve in the way that I want to serve my clients. If I keep holding on to this stuff, it's better for it to be out there and I can tweak it along the way as I get feedback, as I notice things. It is not set in stone. So move forward, do it, put it out there, and you'll be so pleased with the fact that you did. And it's just, it's such a good positive reinforcement when you see people having great results as from something that you've created, but you can't have that if you're sitting on it because you're too afraid to put it out there. So that was definitely one of the more recent ones. It was a few years ago, but it was a real, real wake up call for me that I needed to just get over myself. <laughs> so That's great advice. And, you know, a lot of times what I find is what we think is easy and we assume is easy may not be easy to others. Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, when we're holding back, we're doing others a disservice. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about saying, what am I good at? 
What, what's my vision? How can I support others? And just follow your heart. And when you follow your heart, people that will be gravitate, they'll gravitate towards you because they want that in their lives. And if that's something you're really good at, then that becomes your niche. That becomes the way that you get to create something special for others. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, you just, you don't, I think we sell ourselves short. Right. We all have this beautiful blend of unique talents and skill sets. And, you know, as I've been working with um, my clients now, it's really about packaging that. Right. And so often they think they have to be a hundred yards ahead. And it's really just a few steps ahead of whoever they're trying to serve. Right. Right. Essentially your ideal client or those that you're trying to work with are people that are just you a few years ago, right. When you weren't sure how to do something or you didn't have it all figured out. And, and so it's so important that we allow ourselves to not overcomplicate things. Like the natural tendency is to be like, I've got to do everything. It's got to be the most extensive, expansive thing. And it's, you know, who am I? And then the imposter syndrome creeps in. Who am I to be putting this out there? I don't have this. Like, I don't have that degree. Who cares? Do you know how to solve a problem they have? Yes. Okay. You can help them, right? So get over yourself again and, and go do it. And so that's been really fun to be able to really help others package up what they have, right. And put themselves out there in a new way. And that's just been so much fun. And to see people really understand and realize that they have all of this within them. And I always call it like the light switch effect, right? Like it's when somebody realizes how truly amazing they are. And I, that is probably my favorite part about working with my clients is that it happens with all of them where all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I can do this. Like I actually can do this. And, you know, some of them say, you got to push me across the finish line, but I know at least in my soul that I'm capable of doing this. And so that's fun. Um, And I've really enjoyed being able to be a part of somebody's journey in that capacity. That light bulb moment is such an incredible moment. It's so joyous to get from because you see, you know, we all have these limiting beliefs, these inner critics and the things that we tell ourselves. And sometimes it just takes that other person to see you in a new light that you don't always see yourself in. And then all of a sudden your heart opens to something completely new and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I had that power deep down inside until somebody pointed it out to me. And it's that light bulb moment that just is so special to see. And I think that sometimes too, we, uh, we make it harder on ourselves than what it needs to be. And, um, you know, we have really high expectations of what that final product or what that needs to look like before you get started. And so often, you know, you don't have to have it all complete before you get started. And I think that's the other piece too, that, um, you know, I work with a lot of, um, coaches or creators and even some therapists that are like repackaging how they do things. And, you know, it's like, you don't have to have it all done before you start selling, right? You want to get proof of concept. You want to understand what your audience wants or needs, ask questions, right? And also reflect, right? Success leaves clues. And if you're not, you're so in it and you can't see the outside, like sometimes you need to get some other people's advice or opinions on things. And that's where, you know, that's where I've been able to step in with my clients, but that's why whatever you're doing, like have a supportive group of people around you that that are good advisors that have an objective view of what you're doing that maybe are you two or three steps ahead that have gone through it, it really does make a difference. And um, it helps you to, to see the light maybe a little bit faster than when you know, you're so in it. It's nice to have somebody that can give you a different perspective. Hey, it's Danielle Cobo. I'm jumping in real quick to say thank you for tuning into the Dream Job with Danielle Cobo podcast. How often do you feel stuck in your career? 
Maybe you're discouraged by your quota and frustrated that you're leaving money on the table. I get it. I hear it from clients all the time. What would your life look like if you were energized, motivated, and confident every time you received your quota? When you know exactly where you're going, it becomes a lot easier to get there. How would you feel if you knew exactly where to go and how to get there? That's how I support my clients. With the steps that work and how to avoid the steps that don't. Because here's the thing, your success is directly correlated to how quickly you give up. And how will you adapt to change? What if you had someone who made sure you kept going, even when it feels hard? In sales, there's no cap on how much you can earn. The only limit is your mindset, adaptability, skills, and resiliency. When you build a strategic plan and approach your business, you can say goodbye to being mediocre and say hello to President Circle. I've experienced firsthand earning four back-to-back president circles and led the historically poorest performing team to number one in the nation within two years. And I've taught thousands of salespeople just like you. If you want to earn and receive the same success my clients have, I invite you schedule your career discovery call today. Doesn't cost you anything. So there's nothing to lose. Go to daniellecobo.com and schedule your career discovery call. The time is now. Don't let another quarter go by being mediocre and start maxing out your comp plan. I look forward to hearing from you soon. The power of creating a tribe around you to link arms with. And whether that is, you know, you and I are both coaches. And so I have a coach. I invest in a business coach. I have a leadership coach. I'm, I'm part of this really intense leadership program for, you know, the next six months. And you know, whether you're a coach and and you have a coach guiding you through things or whether you're in a career and you have a career coach that's supporting you, there's so much power in having somebody that you get to link arms with that gets to see you in a way that you may not see yourself and just provide some guidance and somebody to lean on and talk with and, and really, you know, share ideas and create the, you know, the support for your vision. Yeah. It's so interesting. You know, I'm going back to me being a very stubborn human sometimes, like I can delay my own progress just simply by getting in my own way. When I switched my mindset to think of like, okay, I can sit here and try to figure all this stuff out on my own, or I can bring somebody in that's going to help me go faster. It helped me get over the hurdle. Right. And I think what happened to me early on with my first coaching company is it was very successful almost by dumb luck, right? Like we knew what we were doing, like, but we were having a lot of fun and it didn't really, I mean, we worked hard, tons of clients. It was a great experience, but the thought of like reinventing myself and needing to learn new skills, I'm like, oh, it'll just happen like the last one and I'll figure it out. Well, I spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours trying to teach myself something that if I would have just hired somebody to help me, I would have saved time, energy, money, and certainly, you know, stress level, Um, but I was stubborn. Right. And so once I got over myself with that and I started saying, okay, 
First of all, what can I outsource, right? Like I don't need to do everything myself. Number two, who can I bring in that's going to help me get where I want to go faster? Because if I take the amount of hours that I've just spent trying to teach myself something that I have no business doing then and multiply it by what my hourly rate is, that's ridiculous, right? Now I'm like literally burning money. So when I start to shift my perspective on that, that really helped me. Um, And now it's, you know, I, as soon as I get to a point where it's either bringing me stress or it's taking too much time, I'm like, who can I find, right? (laughs) Like who? can I bring into this to help me? And, you know, that's where I've been able to work with great coaches. I've had, um, and I've taken wonderful programs and I've done all that stuff, but the one thing I want people to listen to is that sometimes we become obsessed with learning and we don't follow through and execute. And so the worst thing that you can do is just consume, 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 and have some momentum, but not put things into action. And so whatever it is that you're doing, however you're working on yourself, however you're trying to level up, make sure there's an action step after every encounter, because otherwise you're going to just be a professional consumer of other people's knowledge. And that's fun. But like, if you really want to do anything with it, you need to actually make it happen. So um, that would be just a piece of advice for sure. (laughs) That's great advice. Cause you're right. I mean, we could read as many books as we want, take as many seminars that we want. And, but if we're not actually putting things into action, then what's the point? You get just to be a consumer, but the whole goal is that you put these in action and continue to develop yourself professionally, personally, and just creating the life that you want. Absolutely. And it's really common. And I think you see it a lot when, um, you know, people have the best of intentions, but again, when there's all of this, this great knowledge, right. And then you couple that with any source of fear or imposter syndrome or the inner critic, those, those issues can quickly stop you from moving forward if you don't hold yourself accountable. So like, if you're doing anything like have a buddy, right. If you don't have a coach, at least have an accountability partner because you guys will help get each other to that next level and, and encourage that action to happen. So, you know, I think it's the whole point of being alive is to evolve into the complete person you're intended to be, right? It's the intention is to constantly grow and evolve. If you're growing, it's going to be uncomfortable. So make sure you have somebody there to help you keep moving forward. I agree with you hundred percent. So tell us what are three things that our audience can consume and then take in and put into action, right? What are three things that we can walk away from listening today where we get to put in action today? I think there's, uh, there's several things that I would love to leave with your audience. And, you know, the first is focus on being 1% better each and every day. I think sometimes people put unrealistic expectations on themselves and they set themselves up for failure. They get defeated and then they're back on the hamster wheel of emotions. Right. And so focus on just 1%. And I think if you celebrate every day and you have a win list where you write down, what is something that I accomplished today that I haven't done before? right? Or what's something that I crossed off the list, focus on the wins, focus on that growth. It's amazing because consistency compounds and the long game, right? Which is the goal, right? You got to see it through to the end, take stamina. If you're just working in short sprints and you're trying to overexert, or you're trying to get too much done at one point, you're going to burn out. You're not going to enjoy it. And then what the heck are you doing this for? So really focus on that 1% mentality. It makes a massive difference. Um, the other thing is, is get really comfortable with a routine, right? Whatever it is, but build in time for you to work on something that lights your soul on fire every day. Because even if you switch, if say, for example, you're in corporate America and you're like, I want to start my own business. I want to start a consulting company, whatever it is, right? You start pouring all your resources into that, your extra time into that. 
quickly, it could feel like it's now more work. So you have to make sure you're infusing joy into it and have that routine, have that time for you to be able to recharge your batteries, whatever it is. Um, and then the last thing is that you've got to get visible. You can't hide under a rock, right? You can't create all these things and then just pray, you know, that concept of like set it and forget it. Or if you build it, they will come, you know, if you, you build it, they will come if you market yourself and you get visible. So, you know, really invest in your personal brand, take that seriously. If you're looking at, even if you're doing uh, something within your own uh, industry, or you're, you're looking to up-level your career, you're looking to um, go after bigger opportunities. You want a new job, a new promotion. You want to start a company, whatever it is, take the time to really do a brand audit for yourself and see, are you in alignment with how you want others to perceive you? Are the messages that you're putting out there, what you want them to be? Are there ways that you can enhance your social proof? Are there other ways to bolster your credibility or, or really position you to be eligible for other opportunities? And a lot of that is uncomfortable for people. They're like, oh, it'll be fine. Well, eh again, like get visible, right? Like you got to put yourself out there. And so invest in your personal brand is definitely something that I think everybody needs to do and really get comfortable with, with being visible and, and available for opportunities. Cause it's amazing what comes your way when you let the universe know that you're welcoming it. And that was some great advice that you had shared with me because I had shared that I had a fear of public speaking. I had this vision that I was a keynote speaker. I had a vision that I was leading workshops for organizations. And yet I had a, a fear of public speaking. And so I really leaned in. And this is where I would encourage other people to do it as well. Is I started to lean into being on Facebook Live, creating videos on LinkedIn and on my social media platforms. And then I said, okay, now I'm going to lean in a little bit further. And I'm going to do podcasting. You know, I'm going to lean into this. And then I had that fear of, well, am I going to have enough incredible, inspiring guests to be on my podcast? Well, then I recorded 23 episodes in a month. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, all these opportunities are coming my way. And not only did you give me that advice, you, you supported me with that. You really opened my eyes to something that I didn't even see was going on. And that was very powerful. So thank you for sharing that advice. That was something that I really took to heart as well. And I'm so glad that you shared it with our listeners today. Absolutely. No, I mean, I, I think it's so amazing what happens when you're bold and brave enough to put yourself out there and to lean into the areas that do make you a little uncomfortable, but you know, are what are within you, between you and your next level, because you're going to get better at it each and every day. Right. And you can't compare your first day to somebody else's hundredth day doing it or hundredth episode, right? Like you just got to get started. It might be messy, but guess what? You did it. And you're 1% better today than you were yesterday. Cause you did it. Right. So it's like, but it's like celebrating the wins too. And sometimes it can feel really lonely. And I, I want to just go back to the moment when you talked about having a good tribe around you, right? Like you've got to find other people that are evolving too, in the direction that you want to evolve, because, you know, you think about yourself 10 years ago or 15 years ago, you're a very different person than you were back then. And as you are now. And so you want to make sure that your tribe grows too, and that you always have people that understand where you are in your journey, because um, while there's a lot of well-intentioned loved ones and friends, if they're not doing it too, sometimes the comments can really be distractions or they can 
stop you from chasing that next dream or that next level. It's just simply because they don't understand. And so it's so important to have a really rock star tribe. I'm, I'm here cheering you on. I'm so excited for you, Danielle. I just am so um, inspired by everything that you've been able to do. And I know that you've got so many cool things that are going to be heading your way. And I just, I'm here cheering as loud as I possibly can. So thank you. That means so much to me and you've been so supportive and I'm grateful that you were able to take time to be on this podcast. I know my listeners are going to enjoy the um, advice that you had shared and really having to take that leaning in and stepping into that comfort zone so that you can create something super special. So thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Well, um, tell us where can my audience find you? Yeah, absolutely. I am all on Instagram. That was my new thing from the pandemic. I was only a Facebook girl before, but Instagram is now my jam. So at Allison Walsh Consulting, I post there daily. Um, I love to fill up your cup with positivity, um, you know, lots of inspiration, stories of how things have happened. So I'd love for you to follow me there. Um, also at AllisonWalshConsulting.com. There's tons of information. I've always got different free trainings and things that you can take there. So I really encourage you to do that. And then also the She Believes She Could podcast. So available on your favorite podcast platform. And you can definitely check out Danielle's episode too over there. So those, that's where I hang out the most. Yes, I will be following that and starting my morning as well. I always enjoy starting my morning with a uplifting, positive podcast. So I'll be following yours. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. And for those of you that are listening, I invite you to write a comment, write a review. I want to hear from you. Is there anything specific that you would like us to talk about on our podcast? I invite you to direct message me on any of the social media platforms that you can find me on. Um, And I really appreciate your support in joining us today and listening in. I also invite you to share the podcast with your friends and your tribe that is surrounding you and like-minded women that also want to level up their career and create the life that they desire. So thank you so much and have a beautiful day and create an intentional day. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Grit Podcast with Danielle Cobo. If you found today's episode resonating and inspiring, kindly take a moment to craft a review. Your review holds the potential for Apple and Spotify to share the Unstoppable Grit podcast with others. Furthermore, consider extending the ripple effect by sharing this episode with those around you, family, friends, colleagues, and anyone who could benefit from the insights and stories shared here. Also, be sure to visit daniellecobo.com for more resources on cultivating resilience and unleashing your inner grit. We'll be back soon with another empowering episode. Until then, be unstoppable.